0: It's a brand new year. And often around this time of year, I hear a lot of people him and ha over what goals should they set? Or how do they know what's right for their business? I have got 12 really good clarifying questions that you can ask yourself to help you be more successful in the new year, to help you clarify what should be important and put off what is not important. These 12 questions could help change your life. Welcome to the Boss Up Podcast, a short, no BS podcast for all entrepreneurs. I'm Lindsay Teague Moreno, your host, author of Getting Noticed, a book about how to grow your business through social media. You can find more information about me and how to grow your business further by visiting my home on the worldwide web, lindsayteaguemoreno.com. Welcome back to the Boss Up Podcast, you guys. I'm so excited to be back. It's a new year. It's a fresh new start. I just took a bunch of weeks off for some time off with my kids to enjoy the holiday time, to just kind of be at home and not be working for the first time in probably about five years, and I loved all of it. It was really difficult for me to unplug completely, especially from social media. It's just such a part of my day and what I do, but I was able to really cut down. I probably did five posts (laughs) in the last month. I didn't do my podcast. I really, really tried to step back from work and do as little as possible so that I could enjoy some time off and be fresh and ready to go with a new perspective, a new feeling about work and be excited for the new year. And that is exactly what happened. It was awesome. If you have not done that and you need a refresher, uh, sometimes it's really good to kind of step away and realize what you actually love about what you do and be excited to come back. It's kind of that absence, make the heart, grow fonder kind of thing. It works with work for me too. So It was really good to take some time off. I appreciate you guys understanding the time off, um, but I do have an inbox full of where are you? Are you okay? Are you going to do another podcast? So here it is. And so I hope today we actually come back with a bang. I'm really excited about the content. I was actually going to talk to you guys about the book that I loved the most from 2017. I'm a decently avid reader, um, and so I was gonna kinda talk to you guys about that today, but instead I was actually given something connecting to that book uh, just completely on a whim, accidentally, I actually don't know how I found it. I thought it was through an email, but I can't find that email anymore, so I actually don't know how I happened upon this article, but it's so perfect, I had to basically recap it for you guys today. Okay, before we get into the good stuff with the content, I want to talk to you guys about today's wine. It's a celebration day. I'm super excited to be back. So we are drinking a Moet and Chandon Imperial Rosé Champagne. Uh, I had this over Christmas on Christmas morning. I think it was. Yeah, Christmas morning. We had it with some fruit juice and did kind of like our version of mimosas with it. It was super yummy. I think you'll like it. It's not too crazy price, but it is a really nice champagne. It's not going to cost you over 50 bucks. But for some reason, uh, it was locked up in the really nice area, (laughs) but it wasn't that expensive. I think for a good celebration drink, uh, 50 bucks is probably a pretty good roundabout price. So it has like a little bit of a strawberry taste, but nothing too sweet. You know, I don't like the super sweet wines and it's not super broody. You guys know those champagnes that when you get the brute, they're just really dry in your mouth and you just you feel like you can't taste anything else and it just like makes it so that you have to like you get cotton mouth basically this wasn't like that it's a really really nice champagne and the rosé was just perfect not too sweet i loved it i think you guys will too all right so let's get to the good stuff so like i said i was going to talk to you guys about my favorite book from 2017 which was a Ryan Holiday book called the obstacle is the way this book i read And then as soon as I got to the end, I reread it. And then as soon as I got to the end again, I reread it. It's not a long book. It's short, but it packs a freaking punch. You will get something out of it if you read it. I know it. I just know you will. It is an unbelievably written book. He doesn't beat around the bush. He doesn't mess around with, I'm sorry that your feelings are hurt by this, but this is just the truth. And I really, really loved this book. And it really put a lot of things in perspective for me, especially about the way that I babied myself or felt sorry for myself or got in this place where I was worried about what other people were thinking all the time. And it kind of calls all of that out. And I loved it. I think you will too. Definitely pick it up. But today I happened upon an article by him and he wrote about the 12 questions that will change your life, okay? And I basically think that these 12 questions, if you asked yourself these questions, would be a great way to start your year and maybe a great way to get yourself into a mindset where you might ask yourself these questions all year long until they become a part of your thought process. So I want to go through these 12 questions with you and kind of talk about how they may relate to you and your business uh, and see if they might not help you. I know that just reading them through, there's a lot that I do now, but there's a lot that I don't. Um, And I have a long way to go. And I think it would be really good for us to get out of our own way and help ourselves be more successful in the way that we should. And that is being true to ourselves and true to the things that are important to us and not what is important to other people. Because I think a lot of us, um, if we're honest, are doing this really scared and it started to come through in our business. At least that's something that I see a lot. Our anxiety or our fear of this you know, business owning journey holds us back. And I don't want that. I want us to love what we do and I want us to do it really well. And I think these 12 questions can help us do that. So we're just gonna go through these and I'm gonna do these in two parts because I wanna expand on each one and kind of talk to you guys about how it might be relevant to us. Uh, it was a great article. So I don't wanna cut it short and try to rush through them to get it done in these you know, 20 minutes, 10 minutes. Instead, I'm gonna do it in two parts. So this is gonna be part one through six And then our next episode will be um, number seven through 12. Okay, so let's start with number one and then we will move forward to six and then I will see you back next time for number seven through 12. The first question is, uh, who do you spend your time with? I have done a podcast on this. In fact, it was probably one of the very first topics that I talked on because the people that you spend your time with become the person that you are. And I learned that in a very hard way and I want better for me and I want better for the people that are around me. I want to be a person that brings other people up, right? And not the person that brings other people down. And I had to take a really good hard look at myself and realize sometimes I was the one that was bringing the average down. These people don't deserve what I'm doing to them right now. Um, And so who do you spend your time with? You know, who, who do you know that influences you? The person that influences you is the person that you become. Um, So maybe you need to make adjustments to the people that you're around or spending a bunch of time with. If you know that that negativity is bringing you down or that mindset is bringing you down, it's not allowing you to perform like you would like to or behave like you would like to, it might be because you're spending time and being influenced by people that aren't good for you. So really make adjustments to who are you spending your time with. Think really hard about that. Who are you spending your time with? All right, next question, number two. Is this in my control? <laughs> is this in my control? I could literally go off for hours about this. Um, there are only a few things that are actually in our control. What other people do, how other people feel, what other people think, what they say. All of those things that are about other people, you cannot control. You can control your thoughts, your actions, your feelings. You can control your responses to other people. When someone sends you something nasty, your response is something that you can control, but you cannot control what they send to you, okay? You can't control what they say about you or how they feel about you, but you can control your response. So really, really think about that in this new year. Is this in your control? Because if it's not, what's the use? Why are we spending our time and energy worrying about things that we cannot fix? The only thing that you can fix is your own stuff, right? Your actions, your thoughts, and your feelings, and the way you respond to other people. Think about that. Keep that in mind as you're moving forward and making a strategic plan for this year for your business. How are you going to change knowing you don't have control of what other people think? What might you change knowing? I can't I can't fix that. I can't change that. So I might as well just do what's the right thing for me, right? Okay, Number three, what does your ideal day look like? What is it if you got to choose everything about a single day, what would it look like? To be honest, you guys, work would probably be a part of my day. I love what I get to do. I need a break sometimes, but I also need a break for my kids and I love my kids, right? Um, My kids would probably be a part of it, albeit I probably wouldn't do um, morning duty, bed duty, I probably wouldn't do anything except for maybe play games with <laughs> with them, um, but they would probably be a part of it. If you can come up with this ideal scenario of what your day would look like, what an ideal day would look like, then you know exactly what you're moving towards, right? If you don't know what that would look like, why are you doing anything at all, right? We're all, well, at least we should be working towards this ideal day, For me, I worked really, really hard at the beginning of my business um, and worked a lot of hours to the sacrifice of other things so that I could have my ideal day. And that is being able to say yes to whatever I want to, an adventure or something new or just going to a movie in the middle of the day or maybe taking a nap, whatever it is, reading a book um, or working that day. But I get the freedom to do that because I have an income coming in that would support that. Uh, I couldn't do that until I did have that. So, what is your ideal ideal day? And then I want you to work towards that. I think a lot of times I see this become a problem when moms, specifically, so all of you guys have, who have kids, start to make their kids' lives their priority. Right? Our kids, of course, our family is going to be a priority for us, but. I see a lot of moms who make their whole lives about their kids and then eventually they realize they don't know themselves at all anymore. They don't know what they like anymore. They don't know what they want to do anymore because they don't know who they are. They've lost themselves in their children. Um, And I'm not saying that that's wrong. If that's right for you, that's okay. But know that it will probably take a lot of sitting down and soul searching, remembering what it was like, what you were like before your kids because eventually they're going to go. They're going to grow up and they're going to leave your house and then you're going to be stuck with just you. What does your ideal day look like, not including other people? What do you like to do for you? Really, really think about that. Number four is a John Boyd quote. It says, to be or to do, which way will you go? Uh, and basically what he means by this is that you can either be a doer or a person that pretends to. Right. So if your priority every single day is to obsess over how many likes did I get on this picture that I posted, um, or how many did I not get, or how many did she get versus how many I got, or how much traction did I get, or what's my paycheck, what title do I have right now? That is all about the image of success rather than actual success, right? Actual success is living your own version of the good life to me. And obsessing over my numbers, who likes me, who doesn't today, what did I do right, what did I do wrong, that is not being a doer, right? That's being someone that pretends, that cares about what other people think, the image of a doer, right? I'm not actually being that, okay? So I want to make actually living the life that I want to live and being successful um, through my own eyes, the priority rather than the metrics that other people may judge me by. Now, I'm not saying that that's not important because those things all add up to the ability to do whatever it is that you want to do, right? I realize that I have to sell so many books in order to get a really good book deal. I have to you know, sell so many products in order to get um, this raise or this bonus. I need to have so many good reviews so that my business will grow, right? I realize that the numbers are important, But if all that you were obsessing over is do people like me, can people see that I'm important or that I'm successful, then you're thinking about the wrong things. We should not be focused on titles or the image of success and rather be focused on the thing that makes you successful to you. What is your metric for success? Um, For me, that was freedom, complete and total freedom to be able to say yes. You have to define that for yourself. Um, And to do that, you really have to think about what success looks like for you and then run after that without worrying about um, how much people like you or what does it look like or how do other people feel, right? (laughs) When they look at your feed, Um, stop comparing yourself to those people. That's a never ending battle and it's a battle you will not win. There will always be somebody better. (laughs) Uh, And so make sure that you're comparing yourself to the right thing and don't be the image of success. Actually, focus on success. Be a doer. Number five, if I'm not for me, who is? If I'm only for me, then who am I? Uh, Look, I think it is okay to want to be the best. I also think it's okay to want to be at the top of your game, to be really good, to affect people's lives, to influence others in a positive way, to make your mark on the world. I think it's okay to want that stuff. There may be people that disagree, but for me as an entrepreneur, What I do and I think what we all do is we're looking to make our mark through our gifts and talents that we were given in a new way, in a way that hasn't been done before or in a way that provides us with the success that we want, right? Uh, And I think that's okay. But if that kind of success, being at the top or being the best or making the most or (laughs) selling the most or having the most clients or getting the most people to follow you, if that's all that's important, there's a problem right? Um, that's not all you should want. You have to really step back and think, what is it that you want to influence people for? It's okay to want to influence people. What for? What is the mark that you're going to leave on this world? So if, if you're not for, for you, no one will be, right? You have to go out and you have to assert yourself and be more and do more and do it for yourself, but it can't only be about you. It has to be about something bigger, some bigger picture, because people that do it only for them, I just want the fame or I just want the money. Those people are, number one, I think, going to end up completely lonely. But number two, there's no meat to the life there. That's just simply worrying so much about what other people think, uh, and that will go away so fast. There has to be more there. So it can't just be... If I'm I'm not for me, then who is? But it has to be if I'm only for me, who am I? And Holiday says, um, if you're only for you, who you are is a big huge jerk. So really, really start thinking about other people. How can you affect other people's lives with what you're doing? Um, and that could be anything from, you know, I provide scrapbook supplies to I take photos of other people to I sell a product that helps people be be healthier. Whatever it is that you do. Um, that has to affect other people in a positive way in order for you to be fulfilled by it, I believe. Number six, what am I missing by choosing to worry or be afraid? It's funny that this just came to me today because I actually text someone this exact thing within five minutes of reading it. Um, it was just a lot of worry coming from her. She was worried about things that she couldn't control. Um, and she was allowing that to derail the really good things that she has going on. Um, and so, he says, when you worry, ask yourself, what am I choosing not to see right now? Because there's some really good stuff probably going on also. But if you are so caught up in the thing, the little things, the minutia, or the person that's making you mad, or the person that's working you up, or what this person said, or what they thought... Uh, you're just never going to be happy, right? We need to step back and realize when we choose to worry about something, there's a lot of things we're not seeing, a lot of opportunities we're not seeing. Um, Recently, last year, I had a really, really hard thing that I went through with someone that was really close to me. And it was really difficult not to get caught up in the why is this happening to me? But I was able to, after reading The Obstacle is the Way, kind of step back and not allow myself to slip into this. um, Why is this happening to me? I'm just going to focus all of my energy on this. And instead, I was able to come out with a really great outcome for us. Um, I was able to move past it really fast. I didn't spend my energy being worked up about it. And I was able to grow my business at the same time. And it was all stuff that was all interconnected. So um, really, really think about what is important and what important things are you missing if you are so caught up in being worried or afraid about something? Does getting upset provide you more options? Such a good question. Does getting upset about something actually provide you more options? I think we all know the answer is definitely not, right? Our negative emotions and getting caught up in this is what this person said and I'm my feelings are hurt uh, is not going to provide you more options, Create an environment in your life that is absent of irrational or extreme emotions. He talks a lot about extreme or unhelpful emotions or irrational emotions. Those things come from being worked up about stuff. Really, really, really think about that as you move into the next year. Being anxious, scared, or nervous is taking your eye off the ball, and we don't need that, right? We have a clear cut goal. Our goal is important to us. It provides us with X, Y, and Z, whatever it is we're working for. And when we focus on the things that we're fearful of, we're taking our eye off of the ball and other people will be there to pick up that ball. I promise you cannot take your eye off that ball. You need to move yourself forward. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I hope you will come back for the next portion of this 12 questions that you could ask yourself to change your life. Um, I've been totally inspired by it and I cannot wait to talk to you guys about what the next six are. Hey, momtrepreneurs. Thank you so much for tuning into the boss up podcast today. If you like what you heard, please check out the other episodes of the boss up podcast. You can find them on both Apple and Android. If you really like what you heard, I would so appreciate a rating and review from you. Please let me know what you liked, what you want to hear more of. I would love to communicate that way with you. Thank you so much again for tuning in today. See you next week. Today's episode of the Boss Up podcast is brought to you by the fact that no matter what time you put your kids to bed, even if you let them stay up till midnight to celebrate the new year, they will wake you up at 5.30 a.m. on the dot because they don't need no extra sleep. Cheers.